0: Welcome to another episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure Podcast, a show where no one has to feel guilty about what gives them pleasure. This episode is about a rom-com called He's Just Not That Into You, released February 2009. My guests this week are some grad school friends from my public health program, Fu, Lindsay, and Allie. Uh, we have a lot of fun because we all have such different viewpoints on pop culture and frames of reference and we love to dissect and analyze things to the nth degree so this is a bit of a supersized episode he's just not that into you is a bit of an ensemble film and again in the same vein as 500 days of summer maybe not that much of a comedy to be fair which we definitely talk about in this episode so stay tuned and enjoy
1: A girl will never forget the first boy she ever likes. Why did you do that? Because you smell like dog poop. Honey, do you know why that little boy did those things? Because he likes you. That's the beginning of our problem. We're all programmed to believe that if a guy acts like a total jerk, that means he likes you. Hey, Connor, I hadn't heard from you. And, I mean, how stupid is it that a gal's got to wait for a guy's call anyway, right? We're all equal, right? Um... More women are accepted into law school now than men. Call me. He's totally gonna call. This guy, he MySpace'd me. Ouch.
2: MySpace is a new booty call. Oh. You know, Andy gave me the old, I'll call you right back. Should I call back? Should you call back? No. I know, I'm gonna call back and say I'm going to bed. What? The, no. It's I, a genius idea. It's 9.30. I just need you to stop being nice to me unless you're gonna marry me. This
0: feels like a trick
1: there are many people who never get married Ooh, look at al pacino
0: never been married happy as a clam but that am i would i be al pacino in this
1: scenario
2: you have no messages were you obsessing pacing back and forth staring at your phone for days
1: maybe he lost my number or is out of town or got hit by a cab
2: or maybe he has no interest in seeing you again no guy actually wants to get married and if they do all they're really thinking about all the women they're going to miss out on i don't want to be with anybody else i just want to be with beth i'm married i don't do this
1: what if you meet the love of your life are you supposed to let them pass you by so we're friends yeah you know you may be the best friend
2: i've ever had
0: From New Line Cinema comes a comedy
1: about meaning what you say.
2: I gotta go to bed, though. Is that an invitation?
1: What? Without (laughs) saying what you mean.
2: (laughs) Oh, girl, that was cheesy.
1: this guy leave me a voicemail at work so I called him at home and then he emailed me to my Blackberry and so I texted to his cell and now you just have to go around checking all these different portals just to get rejected by seven different technologies it's exhausting
0: I'm honored to have three of my closest friends from California known as the MPH bad bitches because we are all healthcare heroes (laughs) In our own right, (laughs) I have Effu. Hi. Lindsay. Hello. And Allie.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all?
0: And I've known them for a long time, but now I'm nervous because we're recording. Because all of a sudden I was like, why is my voice shaking? (laughs) 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 Because I want to be professional. Uh, We are here to talk about He's Just Not That Into You. And as Lindsay said, an ensemble pod for an ensemble film. (laughs) because you're so insightful and have seen it twice in dedication to this show.
1: I'm so proud. It's a I, I read all of the think pieces post-watch, oh. so I also did my research. I I'm a so excited.
2: I also <laughs> have, I I'm so okay. Wait. Oh,
0: I always take notes like on my iPhone, but not about the think pieces. These are just Ruby's okay. thinking. This is my think piece on this series. So, okay, I saw this movie when it first came out. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters with like college friends and was triggered multiple times. I also read the book as a young person and I don't know if it helped or hurt, hindered this moment because I, maybe I decided no one was into me and just like, that's the day I opted out possibly <laughs> um, of the relationship world. Did y'all see it when you were younger or was this your first time seeing it? What's the situation? Anyone?
1: Um no, I saw it. I think I was maybe in middle or high school. What year did this film come out? I was like, how old are you? It oh, came out in 2010, Allie. Oh, I
0: <laughs> sorry, I was in college. Actually, I was like, I think you're older than me, but I'm not
1: sure. I was like, but well, maybe not. Um, okay, yeah, I was in okay. college. But like so... you saw it
0: fresh when it came out too. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: Yeah, I saw it when it came I don't remember seeing it like I don't remember having like when particularly I saw it but it was around when it came out I don't know if it was in the theater but I do remember it not sitting right with me (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: I was like I knew I
1: <laughs> I was not quite as woke at that age and loved yeah. Jennifer Goodwin and I thought it was great that the quirky girl got the hot guy
0: <laughs> and that Justin Long was the hot guy
2: yeah <laughs> After I was probably so that I was like 18 when it came out so I was probably like um 23 24 when I saw it and I really didn't think much of it not that it was bad that, just it was the cute movie That's
0: yeah like it's I don't want to say it's forgettable because like the name sticks out and like all those people on the cover like stick out to you but it's not one that I revisit which is like not a thing for me and when I watched it, I was like oh because it's not very funny (laughs) like like, it's not like I like to laugh (laughs) as they said at Mary Poppins so it's just kind of like what are we doing here but yeah I remember I think I Probably read the book in anticipation of the movie and was like okay this advice book blah, blah blah I don't really know why it was set in Baltimore of all places
2: um okay and there were like no black people I would say apparently.
0: a whole the white guys. movie would, <laughs> in Baltimore I mean there are white people there but okay <laughs> like it was it was a lot of things um so it's an a movie we're basically going to refer to all the characters by the actors names because like Jane and Beth and all that was like not not sticking. So I'm going to try to draw the relationship between everybody and feel free to correct me at the end um, if any of these were wrong. So it starts with Jennifer Goodwin and Kevin Connolly on a blind date. Kevin Connolly then calls Scarjo, who he is like friendship situation with who then sees Bradley Cooper and begins an affair with, who's friends with Ben Affleck, my husband at the time. And then <laughs> Kevin Connolly is also friends with Justin Long. And then Jennifer Goodwin is friends with Jennifer Connolly and Jennifer Aniston at work, who are with two of those men. Andrew Barrymore is around sometimes. And so be friends right. with Sergio. <laughs> so we're going to break this down couple by couple because- otherwise it would just be too hot of a mess so I think we're gonna go with the A plot Jennifer Goodwin and Justin they were kind of like the main the main story I guess or like the main like we want them to end up together story so initial initial thoughts there about that relationship about what or about them as individuals Troublesome, oh, um, red flags, green flags, yellow flags?
2: No, Jennifer needs, I don't know what happened in her life, but she needs like serious therapy, like seriously, <laughs> possibly inpatient, you know.
0: <laughs> Full time. <laughs> Just go to Promises, Malibu. It'll be okay, girl. It'll be okay.
2: Oh, God.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> so the movie's called He's Just Not in- That Into You, and, like, the first, the theory of the movie is, like, you know, the opening montage when they're, like, we need to stop lying to ourselves, and when men are mean to us, that means they don't like us. Yes. Which, like, um, or, er, no, the, they were, the, the people were saying, if men are mean to us, then that means that they like us, which is terrible. Advice. Terrible, yeah. And... The advice, which is like if people are mean to you, you shouldn't be with them, is sound advice. Like you should go look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, the way that they deliver that message over and over again is is infuriating. But okay. But then when they get back together, it proves that she's the exception to the rule, yes. and it, still, it just leaves me with like. But he was such a fucking asshole <laughs> to you on numerous occasions.
2: So mean to her.
1: <laughs> like, the message to be. with I'm gonna be cruel tough on men. you right now.
2: He's never gonna call you. <laughs> you look pathetic. Is that my mom's shirt? Like, it's you. Fucking you know? like, mean to her, and it just was like, no, this is not. This is not what we need in 2020. I mean, obviously. Would
0: we case. argue that like he was trying to be like? 100 with her like he was trying to just be honest because no one had been like you know don't you have friends where like sometimes you just have to be like a little rougher on them so that they get the message because otherwise they'll like sit in delusion
2: so i've had friends like that, that that have been just like just like overtly mean and it doesn't like that doesn't work for me like i i I don't
0: But I don't know. think you're somebody who needs that like you're no. you're a real
2: person. like and
0: that's Not that like, my friends aren't my other friends aren't, but like <laughs> I think you're more honest with yourself. Like yeah. that's why that won't resonate with you. But there's people who maybe need a little more. Yeah, like
2: she is delusional, she's, like yeah, objectively she's, delusional. She's definitely delusional. <laughs> <visual>. Um, and <laughs> I feel like
0: I know people like her is what stresses me out. You know
2: what? But the thing is, like, okay, this is this is where I'm getting like actually truthful with myself. I want to say like ten ninety percent. It was I'm cringing because of her. Like the character, what she's doing is bad. But then, <laughs> 10% is like, I've done elements of things that she's done. Like I've cyberstalk people. Yeah, you know, I've like checked my phone every thirty seconds. Like when are they gonna text me? And of Damn. course, I don't, like, try and run into anyone. Like I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that savvy. But I have. Elements of that in me, and just seeing it, it just was like, oh my god! Please do not tell me I've ever looked this pathetic. Like, please. I
0: think, yeah, I think that like that's why they picked her, like Jennifer Goodwin, to do it because she's like very lovable, and so like it makes it a little right. less painful. Like if it was like an Anne Hathaway, <laughs> we'd be like, stop now. <laughs> and that's no hate against Anne Hathaway exactly it's just that like there's some people who like you can't handle that level of cringe from and no. so she's like have- very digestible as a person and so it's like like you said it's like endearing like mm-hmm. I definitely would have responded to like the when she's like helping him at the party and she's like I've got it and it's like all over oh. it's, like, very me and then like I said um when she was home alone watching a movie and he called and he's like why aren't you out on Saturday and I was literally watching this movie alone at home (laughs) on Saturday
2: I (laughs) I feel apologizing like oh my god I'm so sorry I would have told I have done that before and it's like wait you called me like why am I apologizing like I just there are elements of her that are just like I can't ever do that again like this is that's the last time
1: (laughs) yeah seeing (laughs) someone else you are old bad behavior.
2: It's <laughs> like enough. <laughs> well Lindsay mentioned something at the end of the movie about how just how she didn't really have her own identity or have any her own interests or anything like that. And or friends for that matter, until like she got with him and then she had friends and interests and thoughts and like Oh, the
0: game having- night,
1: the game night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. I was like, she never did any had any parties or like it. It was, it was like her alone in her apartment yeah. or talking about boys at work or going to the bar to try to meet a guy until like, he has all these friends and mm-hmm. he has this, like they play games. Anyways, yes. So, yeah.
2: yeah. But she had no identity outside of unusual. She, she absorbed was, his identity basically. Yes.
1: So,
0: like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could sense that a little bit. Yes. Very much. <laughs> what did that. you
1: think? people? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, you're fine. Allie me mm-hmm. so i mean i i yeah <laughs> for those two i think um when i as i mentioned the first time i watched it i was like oh i love it like the the girl as you said ruby like she's relatable and i was like i'm also like weird and quirky <laughs> and i can't you get the man you know who <laughs> <laughs> is justin long like <laughs> doesn't get the, the
0: man, man. <laughs> probably for this friend group though b-man like he falls in that type
1: yeah Yeah. um but yeah watching it again it was just so cringy it was so and I didn't think her quirkiness was funny or endearing this time around it was just obnoxious (laughs) like yeah if I had the friend that was doing that I'd be like yeah I would be also like Yo, you need to wake up a little. Like these guys are just like, like maybe not the ones you need to be seeking. And Jennifer Aniston and uh, Connolly's characters were terrible. They were. They're like, not.
0: They're not her friends. They're her coworkers for sure.
1: Yeah. They are they colleagues. Were, yes. They were just like, oh yeah, definitely. Like leave this guy a message and like write it out and sound like a crazy. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll get to it but jennifer connelly shouldn't have been giving relationship advice was like first of all number one
1: number one exactly she,
0: she should not have been giving advice at all
1: they were not her friends.
0: the only like point i will like give pro the man in the situation or like what they were trying to show us in the movie was like he would take the time to talk to her in a way that like if someone even if it was platonic like just cared about her like mm-hmm. as a friend like for whatever reason like when they met and she like pretended to forget the dentist pen for um, the other guy and he like realized what she was doing he like felt some kind of endearment towards her whether or not that was romantic and like you know they fostered a bond of sorts yes in which yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, that's a fair point like it was one based on like he genuinely was like this this woman she needs my help as a man but you know what I mean mm. like yeah no, like, he- <laughs> and, you know, like I want to help this person <laughs> like I, I've
0: I- never known a straight man to interrupt a hookup to like talk to a girl about her hookup
1: yeah that was-
0: that's when you know you know like he might have been in denial but he was already like on the train oh, yeah sure. which yeah. is like I think probably just indicative of like the age that they were targeting in this movie. Like I assume they must be like in their mid to late twenties in this movie or something. Okay, I have so a- the emotional maturity wasn't there.
1: No, oh no, oh no, no no,
0: no <laughs> at all.
1: I have two things to say about that. One one is or just like this is my bow on those people. Yes, buy their entire relationship was basically him mansplaining, like, mm-hmm. re- all relationship yes. advice. Um, and, like, she was just like, I must not know anything. Enlighten me. Like, the entire time. So, of course, he's going to fall in love with her because he needs somebody to, like, listen to him. Oh. Second of all... The hot takes. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Guys,
2: yeah, yeah. That was a no, take. That's, that's, hey.
1: <laughs> the unforgivable part, the part where it's, like, the, like... <laughs> men being mean to women because they like him is when she's like, she's like, I like you. And he's like, yeah, I like you too. I mean, the way that I like bastet hounds. Oh. Like that
0: line. Bastet. If you want to cut deep. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> cut
2: deep. Like, that's that's like, a, I'm blocking you now. Like, I, I have to yeah. just block your existence from my life. Otherwise, it's going to send me to deep trauma. As someone said- i like yeah. I, I like a like a basset hound like no i'm never i'm never going to a bar again i've never speaking to no. again. Like, never
0: oh never God. ever oh. i know he he had the very big deliveries because like also when like we said we had busy phillips who was like a waitress that he worked oh with and hooked God. up with um when he said to her it's amazing what 10 shots of Patron will do to you i was like oh that's a message girl that
2: right. I, I didn't really want to be there right just there and then he basically was like we have fun now um like give it
1: work
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah not at work don't mix that don't <laughs> oh, thank you Ever. so I'm guessing it's a no on if we would date these people
2: IRL can, can I say hell what can I say hell oh yeah that's a hell no. Oh, it's
0: like, yeah, a podcast with me and no cursing, please. please. <laughs> it's always rated explicit, even if I don't remember if I cursed on it or not. I'm just like, just in case something is said here that's not appropriate for the children. Yeah, no, there are no, definitely not her. I feel so bad. I feel like as you explained, Lindsay, they're like a little symbiotic relationship. They would stay together though. I'm 50-50, but I'm like, They'd either stay together because maybe, like, in my eternal optimist way, like, she softens him and he gives her a life <laughs> that she didn't <laughs> have prior. Or they realize that they really had nothing in common besides this little excitement for a time. And then yeah. he's sick of her making dip for game night and dumps her. He definitely dumps her. She definitely doesn't dump
2: him. And, and he dumps her. This is how he dumps her. He She thinks, I'm going to get engaged and he's like, oh God, I have to break up with this girl like tonight at dinner. And when he is saying, I'm breaking up with you. She's saying, yes, that's, that's how, that's how they break oh, up. Oh God, that's, oh
1: that's exactly how it would happen.
0: The epilogue that you've written for this film. <laughs> the, the delusion. The writers passed. could never, that would be, tra- that would be the sequel. He's yes. really just not that into you. Just like put the really over everything. He's really not into you.
1: Really not. Writers, it's actually Billy Busy Phillips' husband, right? That like,
0: yeah, Mark Silverstein. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I I peeped that
0: at the end, and I was like, oh, this is why you're here. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because she like (laughs) wasn't super like maybe like I don't think Cougar Town had come out yet because I feel like that's what really like cemented her mainstream wait show cougar town it was like this random sitcom with uh courtney cox and her and some other people
1: oh i just remember from freaks and cemented from freaks.
0: well Mm -hmm. i was a small christian child so i didn't see that no i just i just never saw that i watched a lot way worse stuff than that at that age i just (laughs) never got around are you guys ready to talk about the messiest part of this movie yes so this one we're going to classify it as I call it the foursome, and it's a really fucked up foursome. This is okay. So I don't even know how to pair each person. I guess if you really look at it from the outside, as fucked up as it is, Scarjo and Bradley Cooper are the couple. And Jennifer Connolly just happens to be Bradley Cooper's wife at the time. And Kevin Connolly <laughs> happens to be Scarjo's back burner. Which is really? a real thing. <laughs> like that was like one of the most real situations. I feel like in the movie is like, a back
1: burner? Yeah,
0: yeah, where like people who just use the other person burner? all the time.
2: Definitely. Like, who's down. had a
1: back burner here?
2: Who's been a back burner? Who's had? Oh, who's one?
1: been a bad person? Bur- oh. No, who's had one? <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, let's focus on
2: that so <laughs> Everybody plays a different role, you know. <laughs> you know, everyone has a different purpose, but... You
0: know. Yes, there are people who fulfill different needs. Absolutely.
2: Yes, definitely. I
1: mean, I've had...
2: For sure.
1: Yeah, it's relatable.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's like, the most relatable part about that. Actually, about the movie, that's probably like one of the more... Um, realistic parts is like being somebody's second option and you know not really coming to the realization and then having to kind of like
1: mm-hmm. even
2: even if you do end up in a relationship realizing like you still weren't their first choice and the relationship's never gonna make you happy or the other person happy as well so that's definitely something that is more, way more realistic and relevant to 2022
0: for sure oh yeah and I think like some people like he was kind of okay. Like there are people who are also okay with it. They're like they'd rather be like wanted second than not wanted at all, which is very sad, but yeah. but again, I know people. <laughs> I was just like yeah. so this one like starts out like again, Kevin Connelly was on that blind date with Jennifer Goodwin and then he ends up calling Scarjo, but she's like at the grocery store and that's where she meets Bradley Cooper. And at this point, Bradley Cooper's like not full, like how we know Bradley Cooper now. Like, I think this was just after the hangover. So he's starting to like pick up a little bit more steam. But he was giving slimy from the jump. I don't know if we knew he was married. We know. We don't know if he's married till they're like talking in the parking lot, right?
1: Yeah, and he's yeah. Like,
0: I'm married. I don't do this. And I was like, oh, you spent <laughs> so much time talking though. And she was like, already talking about like her mom's impact on her life. And I was like, oh, emotional dumping five minutes into like like, it was just like the word toxic before it got overused like that's what that whole four boxes because we'll like get into it but then like at first you kind of feel bad for jennifer connelly but then she also was like not great either like we said she wasn't a good friend to jennifer goodwin um they both were like lying to each other like keeping things from each other her and bradley cooper like she was not really being upfront about wanting a baby, and then he's like not being upfront about smoking and cheating on her. And then <laughs> like you find out that the whole reason they even got married is because she ultimatumed him in college. And I was like, Well, yikes, that should have never happened.
1: Wait, so, did she do we know that for sure? Because he was the one that told that, and I feel like he's an unreliable narrator.
0: <laughs> and like and we're when- taking things at face value, Lindsay.
1: But she kind of alluded to it at another point, where she was like, "I shouldn't have like forced the relationship on him, or something like that." Yeah. Okay, I mean, again, it's just toxic masculinity enforcing self doubt onto women. But <laughs> um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was thinking was like the
0: writers were that clued in enough, Lindsay, to think about like having him say a possible lie in that way. In that way, aside from lying about having sex with somebody else cuz he was even honest about that like 5 seconds after it happened.
1: I thought yeah. what Oh sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I thought what he said when he was on the boat or whatever was like um something akin to like, well, we're just together for through college and forever and like if I don't get married to her and and propose then like I'm an asshole. And I was like that's, that's a terrible reason to get married to anybody. <laughs> like we were just together for a while and we have to get married now was yeah yeah.
0: but again there's definitely that's the worst part that is like there's definitely people like that at least like where i grew up there's a lot of people like that
2: there are yeah Yeah. if you ever if you knew any christians in your (laughs) like serious christians in your area But if you knew like serious Christians, you know, like 10 couples are like that. Well, we've just been together. We've been together for eight years, even though we're 24 and let's get married. Like, that's just how it is. But yeah, like I'm
0: from a small town. I feel like that's what people did. And like, also my college was very like that, where it was like two people would start dating freshman year and then they would just stay together all four years because it was just easier that way. And then they would like get married or you know like ling like everyone who lingered somebody cheated on somebody else at some point point. <laughs> and then I mean the things that happened at that university I, like that's like this movie was triggering because like in high school like I feel like I was like fine socially like nothing special but just like I was okay talking to people and like taking them at face value and like interacting and then when I got to college it was like my college was really nerdy so A lot of these people didn't do well socially in high school and were either trying to recreate their high school experience at college or like just didn't know how to communicate and so like i was forever like am i misreading these signals like do you like me don't you like me why don't you like me i'm great like what's going on and so it like really confused me for a time socially (laughs) And then Um, I came to Los Angeles and I like tried to hit on somebody and I was like, are you a patron here? And my friends were like, what are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. It's been so long. (laughs) Like I've just been in weird places. I was 22 at the time. (laughs) That's
2: fair. I feel like, I feel like Jennifer Connolly. I feel like her character was written as a foil. Like she was so flat. Yeah. She showed up to seduce him in, like, a fucking sweater. Like, a coat. Oh, in
1: it. I felt uh, so bad
0: for her in that scene. <laughs>
1: I hated like, that scene. Okay, yes. explain the scene, and then let's break it down. Cause Okay, um, maybe, I like, liked- should I go back a little bit? Wait, I think we covered yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. Like,
0: I wrote in multiple times, like, oh, these two deserve each other because they're shitty, and I said, like, literally every combination of the four people, basically. Right. I was like scar joe and kevin Connolly disturb each other because they're shitty because he was kind of shitty too like even though he was a back he was like that to me he's like that nice guy archetype in the sense of like the nice guy who's not actually nice uh-huh.
1: you know sure. he's
0: like i do all these things for her like why doesn't she date me like why yeah. zone like he was very giving that yeah um but yes so basically bradley cooper and Scott johansson engage in this affair and it was just like all ugh, ugh, from like the whole thing the whole time i was just grossed out um i hate that they used like a song i really enjoy when they finally had sex because i was like let's not ruin good music with tainted behavior and then she does that after he confesses he cheated on her right like jennifer connelly he like confesses he cheats on her and then in the
2: room yeah
0: yeah he has scarlett johansson and they're about to bang in his office at his workplace yes yeah i do know people who have done this too i hate that i know so many garbage people is all that i'm sharing in this podcast is that i know a lot of trash people um would all do (laughs) but like scarjo and bradley Cooper are about to bang and then his wife is there and so he pushes her into a closet in her creepy little outfit of three pieces of cotton laundry <laughs> which There's, is like beyond
2: is so weird um, why are you wearing a negligee your dress is not like that type just weird
0: and it's not like at least make it like faux silk like why is it cotton
1: I it was know. like cotton lace from pistol under another. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah like Aero it was Pistole it was meant for, Aero for Aero color Aero. contrast i knew what she was trying to go for style wise, but it's still the cotton Aero wasn't Aero for Aero. me but, but you know, he pushed you her know, in the closet and then his wife came and tried to seduce him as you said in a sweater but she took but off the sweater and there was lingerie underneath the Let's lingerie what...
1: was hot under the sweater i will give jennifer yeah that like she, pick, she but, picked a
0: good one she I, good. and
1: also like scar also unquestionably hot even in yeah. a cotton lacy weird day yeah. Like all of these hot ass women are throwing themselves at like somewhat doofy looking Bradley Cooper.
2: Yeah, like it he was not. Like, he like 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 Italian sausage. He looked <laughs> so oily. Don't and- ever say that though. Ugh. No, he did. He looked so oily and just red and just like he just it yeah, was-
0: he wasn't he was looking graphic. good yet. He wasn't giving the scruff like the rustic yeah. Bradley Cooper. No, no, he
2: was- no. He looked like he was on steroids. That's what he looked like. Just always this- oh, just. <laughs> Running hot. It like As yeah, he looked me, like he was just
0: always on the verge of like having just yeah. finished a run, but yeah. not running anywhere.
1: Exactly. As Lindsay said to me during the movie, he was not born a star, clearly. He had to become oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay
0: always did the hot takes. I
1: know. Always does <laughs> okay. ass. Okay, but like Scar Joe is there. She gets pushed into the closet and then wife comes knocking on the locked door and she's like, why is this office door locked? And he's like, how else am I going to get my work done? Like, I'm sorry. That's such a, such a
2: bad line. <laughs> he's like
1: loudly no, buckling no, his belt. Loudly,
2: yeah. I'm like, geez, listen, <laughs> like, Is that your wife? Is that your wife? Like, <laughs> this is a murder scene under any also, normal circumstances. Who
1: has a fucking closet in their... <laughs>
0: Office,
2: out with, like computers. The real
0: estate is cheaper in Baltimore, Lindsay. They could afford it. <laughs>
2: That's what happens. I
1: have Their own. I have a lot. What? Their own copier in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more to say about about uh, offices um, at some point, but okay. I mean, okay, but this could be sorry. the office corner. So then Jennifer Conley's in there straddling Bradley Cooper. And essentially like it's insinuated that they have sex while Scar is having to listen from the car closet. Wait, wait, it's
2: and then one cat like moan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like it was PG 13. Like we didn't need to hear everything, but yeah, afterward you're like, Oh, it happened because then it's she like so was-
1: disgusting and sad. Like I just, I don't like Scarlett Johansson's character at all in this movie because they don't honestly give her a character at all except for like the big tits and blonde hair. Uh, But like my heart like sank for those two women that this guy was doing this to them. I just it was so cringy. And then she runs out in her cotton lace negligee. Yes, she didn't put her dress back on. (laughs) No.
2: Into the office. I'm like... Like, if I was, of course, I'm going to hear the door slam. I'm going to turn around and see this blonde woman with gargantuan boobs, like, running out of my husband's pocket. i like, um, let's fight right now.
0: I think I Jennifer
1: Connelly made it clear she's
0: not fighting anybody.
1: but like are they not riding the same elevator back down like how did that work
0: out well that's like the same as like going back to the justin long one like remember his friend had just dropped off jennifer goodwin after their date and then he shows up like not more than 20 seconds later so it's like hey alex hey simon whatever their names are like what up bro what are you doing you know what are you doing here Like I don't know. (laughs) This is me using both of my arms trying to do like a, you know, you do like a high five that turns into a low five. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. You know, it's like to I'm forever (laughs) 1994. Yeah, that's what that was. Um, this is being an only child. You have to do everything yourself. Um, (laughs) You have to be your own friend. But yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Was like, how did they not run into each other and be like, oh, you're gonna go see the same girl I just saw? okay. Okay. Oh, cause you're just friends. Cool. 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 Got it. But what? yeah, there was, we're going to say Drew Barrymore for the end cause she's kind of a side person, but like, it just keeps getting messy. And then like ScarJo, like having to hear him bang his wife is what made her realize like, oh, this isn't a nice thing that I'm doing. And so then that's when she decides this is wrong and goes to back burner. Let's back burner become front burner i guess for a second and then when he's like let's buy a home she's like jk i'm gonna go to india like did you guys see those credits at the end because i don't remember ever seeing that in real life
1: no i don't remember
0: were there credits on yours yeah i thought i saw some or like little they did like these weird little interviews like faux interview spoofs for the characters like an epilogue in the credits. yeah so when i first saw that i don't remember ever having seen that and so i was like Mystified with this new information, at the end of the film when she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to India to find myself." I was like, "Of course you are." That's exactly
2: what her character would do. But I feel like I feel like we're giving—I don't say we're giving too much credit—but the only reason why she like stopped having an affair with him, because remember she said this guy's gonna leave his wife for. Oh yeah, no,
0: she was all in on like she was yeah in status
2: it was, it, total total lone south. It's just because she. Felt disrespected the fact that he wasn't like, no wife. Right. He destroy my family and blow up my life for like yeah. you, this girl in the closet. Like, that's what women want. She
0: stopped doing this. Yeah. He was like never fighting for that marriage though, because like yeah. it, like it resonated with me when they were like when he confessed cheating in the Home Depot and he was like, it's okay. I've already packed up my stuff. Like, I'm going to go stay with whoever. And she's, like, we're not going to, like, work through this.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, Ali, you were just talking about, like, things you're doing with your husband. Like, these are how, like, we handle, like, future life decisions is, like, together. And then they have, not that this is what's happening in your marriage, but you know what I mean? Like, in a yeah. practical sense. Yeah. You're, like, the yeah. only one in a committed relationship here. So we have to use you <laughs> yeah. as the Charlotte in our lives. But um, yeah. <laughs> But, like. You know, you handle things together. And the fact that he was already like, oh no, I just assumed that this is what was going to get us divorced. Like, if I just told you, we would get to break up because, like we said, he's never actually wanted to be married to her this whole time, this whole entire time.
1: Which, like, you know, granted, she has awful pigtails from time to time. And so I can understand. often <laughs>
2: like, what is that?
1: But, like, you don't need Born to give, and give up tales. on your whole marriage for some awful pigtails I feel like you can't work through those as well yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, why I think that's they,
2: what that's what real love's about yeah. they, I feel like they created her to be a foil for her husband because we don't know anything about her we ha- we know nothing about her family nothing mm. about her. she just comes off as really flat even when he told her oh I'm cheating on you she didn't like you you took me to Home Depot because you know I hate a scene like
0: well I think like that's <laughs> what they were writing her as like was just as like that person who's just like technically done everything correctly like checked all the boxes but it's unfulfilled cuz that's like another archetype that you know in a person where it's like they went to a good school they got a steady job they bought a home they married the right person but like they don't care cuz like when she when they were she was at work with uh Jennifer Goodwin and like they were what's it called like she said something and was like oh it's time to look up destination weddings you should go to nap like all of that, like projecting and like channeling, all of that into like somebody who didn't need that. I was just like, "You just like really aren't here with us." Yeah. This. Like, I would argue she's more delusional than Jennifer Goodwin <laughs> in some ways.
2: Was like an alien, like she does her response just—they were not humanoid. Like it was just just very, yeah.
0: very cyborg, very cyborg. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she even had like that wood analogy where like she was projecting like their issues in like laminate wood versus real wood Mm -hmm. i just i could not care less like it was not for me so yeah they were messy as hell Uh, i don't even think we need to go through any if we think anyone's together because they're not none of them
2: were together no way we wouldn't date any of these people never and bradley coop okay Okay.
1: (laughs) i was just gonna say for those two women it just I, I, you kind of said this earlier it was like there was a lot of like jezebels versus mary like these like yeah, archetypes, those uh, types, yeah. archetypes, and it's like for a movie with so many women in it it was like really disheartening how flat they all were and how stereotypical they were and how like yeah felt like you're fucked if you do and you're fucked if you don't um like yeah. you can or i don't i don't know if there was just like these really like There wasn't a
0: lot of dimension to them, Mm -hmm. like there was never like, um, because like you would think like nowadays if they wrote the ScarJo character, she might be like a little fucked up, but like they they would give us something to like also want to not root for her, but like understand where she's coming from with that. And this was just very like, here's a scenario. I think it's because the book the book itself is like a self help book, so it's not there's no masters. It's like you know how they did those little vignettes for like each situation and it sounds kind of like ridiculous um is because like those were the like I don't know if they were word for word the chapters but like that's what the chapters were like and then it was just like I think people writing in scenarios or something I can't remember but it was obviously like, not characters in a story so I think right. they were just really taking it like a little too literally like here's a scenario and right. this is what happens versus like here are humans, like, navigating life. Right. Yeah. And that's probably, like, why it's not revisited often is because it's just, like, it's not something where you're like... But you know what I was thinking? I was like, it is probably a really easy movie if it's on TV to just be like, okay. Oh. Like, you can jump in at any moment and just be like, sure.
2: Like you, already know. you don't
0: have to remember anything in detail. Like, there's no, like, secret clues or, like, undertones. Like, everything is very obvious.
2: Like you can actually look at the characters and as long as I feel like you know who's dating who, you know the plot. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, Jennifer Connelly and Bradley Cooper. Hmm, stuffy, unhappy marriage. Yeah. Oh, Scarlett Johansson, she's definitely having sex with so much she shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, you're like, oh, her boobs are out in cotton lingerie. She must be the mistress, <laughs> obviously. Obviously, yeah. obviously. And then we have Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston as like arguably the most normal couple and like it's yeah. normal scenario or most relatable scenario right out of all of them they were just like oh I just wrote Ben looked good af because that was the first thought that popped in my head for me personally <laughs> like I didn't really take away a lot of the deep character stuff Lindsay <laughs> I want to hear your take on their uh you can explain their conflict and I want to hear your take on it
1: um their conflict is she wants to get married and he doesn't and she's like denying that to herself and is getting frustrated and resentful but they've been dating for like seven years and finally she's like okay well I think I need a break to step away um and there's I mean yeah I thought it was I yeah I felt like they're they're dynamic was the most normal and the least cringy yeah. and um you know the scene of him like doing dishes in the kitchen was slightly triggering um just oh. <laughs> no just because I just broke up with that guy and he was like very dependable and very like a, in many ways a good guy that like showed up for me and so yeah. I was like ah! but, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, so it's a little too a little too real no but yeah they i thought i i didn't hate how things ended up with them and i didn't i felt like he was the most decent and i wasn't expecting it i kind of forgot what the plot line was with them me too because
0: yeah. that's why i texted you i was like whatever you do, don't do come for him
1: and then you were like
0: but- Did you do something bad i was like i don't know i just love him so much <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but-
0: Yeah, I was kind of like, on both of their sides, like, I don't know, I was nervous. I was like, would this actually work out in real life? Like, like, you don't want to pull someone into doing something that's not what they would do. But then I guess they both had realizations. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, in the end, she's like, we, I don't need, so essentially their whole relationship was like, they went on that, um, they broke up, quote unquote, because yeah. she doesn't want to get married, and she does, and then she sees how shitty these other marriages are with her sisters and their husbands, and like, they don't show up for her, you know, their wives at all, they don't help with anything, and so she comes to this realization, like you said, like, oh, well, I'd rather be in no marriage at all if it's with someone I love and is supportive and wonderful versus like an unhappy marriage. But so I thought that was great, right? Like, oh, she had kind of this idea of like, I get to define my own terms. It doesn't have to be defined by society for me. But then he just turns around and he's like, oh, we should get married. (laughs) And I'm like, wait. (laughs) He's just like, so she still got the ring in the end. And like, what was his realization? I don't know. (laughs) Well, his realization was like, That it was
0: okay because his whole thing was just like I don't want to get married because it's like a public, like people do it for show which is like what we see later with her sister getting married like very quickly and then the husband already being shitty like five seconds in. Um, But it was just like I couldn't decide if I would have liked it better if they had remained unmarried. Like Mm -hmm. I think at the time like writing that movie they were like this is the right answer because like marriage is the only, not the only solution but like but that's what she deserves. Like she deserves to get what she wants. And then I was like, but maybe today it would have, they would have just stayed together or maybe not gotten married that quickly. Like not like, and then turn around and propose. Like, again, it was like to tie a bow on the film.
1: Yeah. Really
0: cute and like very simple and all that stuff. I was very perplexed, like why Jennifer Aniston was orange and her family was also pale. Like when they were trying on the bridesmaid's dresses, I was like- (laughs) Are you really related to them? And like, you're so tan in Baltimore. Not that
1: there's no, yeah. bitches, but like
0: <laughs> this wasn't like, oh, she lives in Los Angeles and is like back East visiting her family. Like, no, like that was confusing. I also was triggered by her walking the aisle with her dog. Cause I was like, that'll be me with Hershey. Like <laughs> somebody else's wedding when she was broken up. Cause they weren't broken up. They weren't on a break as the right. rest of it all. She defined. She like definitely said like we're done, mm-hmm. and then he showed up. Yeah, which was really legit. Like I think it was nice to see like one healthy male character in the. I agree.
1: Yeah. I
0: guess Justin Long was meant to be presented as healthy, but in today's age, we see that as not. Um,
1: but There's he was- also an awful manager to his staff yeah he was not with it at work like he was also a bad toxic boss
0: (laughs) he nothing about what happened at his workplace no (laughs) like people had quit he didn't know people's names like there were little microaggressions there it was all
1: so many like micro sexisms too like when he was like oh babe get the door like after she was like oh we had fun the other night no i won't have sex with you again staff person go back to work and close the door on your way out <laughs> for a second i thought that was a
0: direct quote i was like oh my god he said that but i get what, i get what you're saying
2: no <laughs> <That's> in, this, <laughs> in his age he would have been me too for sure they'd have been like oh yeah that guy like the bar, bar owner across the street on 32nd or whatever like no that guy sucks he's a misogynist they would have been picketing outside of this freaking bar no Nobody-
1: so my question is if would this movie still be made today or if it were to get made today like what would have to change in order for it to be uh accepted or palatable by <laughs> white audiences
0: by our very specific standards
1: yeah, exactly. this <laughs> our, our very specific blue bubble <laughs> standards
0: it i mean i'm sure there would be an i feel like somebody should make an equivalent to this today because like these things like resonate like with a point in time, you know what I mean? It's like people like having that snapshot of like, I just saw an article about something about like dating after the pandemic. Like people like to know what other people are doing to see like if it's normal for them, do you know what I mean? Like as a barometer. So I don't know what possibly the situations would be in that stress like obviously it'd be very central centered around like apps for sure. Sure. Like it would, it would just all be about like the person who like plays the numbers as it were, or like people who get on and hop off real quick. I don't know. I don't even participate. So I wouldn't know.
1: I think they would all be in therapy and people would be using words like boundaries and like, <laughs> and gaslighting.
0: Cause I thought, of, I thought about gaslighting in that foursome situation. And I was like, we didn't have that word at the time, but that's what that was
2: yeah um they would all ob- it, ob- it would obviously have to be more diverse
1: like, yes <laughs> it would what? definitely be more diverse i think oh yeah not, not sure. just like you know race ethnicity but also sexuality i'm sure yeah. oh yeah. Um, yeah
2: definitely
1: i mean they talked they touched on like um homosexuality in this film but also <laughs> Ooh, in such a very like. Like what I,
0: I had that as like an unnecessary storyline like we did not need back burner angling his realtor skills for the gay market that yeah. was just like I think it was well-intentioned like I was thinking about the year it was made like this is right before like gay marriage was legalized federally and so I think it was probably like a straight person's kind intention to support gay people but that's what happens when you're <laughs> A straight person with no gay friends writing about gay people—you make them look yeah. fucking crazy. Like where it was just like that's sultry hard. stares, and then like just like chaotic button-up shirts. Like that's yeah, and then, like... like
1: and then the you know gal with her guy pals because yes. yes. oh know. yeah
0: Drew Barrymore with all the gays yeah, yeah. And, yeah. she but writing. she yeah she was a lost soul like she was kind of like jennifer goodwin light honestly like but her story probably would be like the most relatable today where she's like talking about how like you're trying to message them on one thing and you have a profile on something else and i mean it was just like i felt for her i was like that is a train wreck of a situation but she was not a good friend either because she told scarjo that she knew somebody who left their wife and are happier now so like nobody in this movie was a good friend <laughs> no. is the big lesson so I think in <laughs> yeah. 2022 the people would be good friends hopefully yeah. they would actually yeah. be good to their friends and give them like sound advice that would be the hope yeah, yeah. And like I said I think it would be way more sexually fluid I think it would just have people like in different careers or like different socioeconomic statuses too like it would just be a little more someone's actual world
2: yeah. And I think, um Scarjo, when she realized oh the guy was married, would hopefully slap him in the face in 2022 or something. Well, th-
0: I think that storyline wouldn't have happened, or it wouldn't be somebody married. It would be something mm-hmm. like
2: i, I mean, maybe
0: it, they like maybe I, the guy I, had just started dating somebody else exclusively. Like Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be more, I think that part would be more. The thing I really hated about that whole storyline was I felt like it perpetuated it perpetuates this false idea that, like, men are being seduced into
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, cheating things by women when, like, I'm pretty sure every time I've heard about this, it's from, like, <laughs> a friend that's been lied to by a man <laughs> who yeah. was, you know, like, well, the man is just a bad man. And yeah. he, it wasn't, like, some woman, like calling from the sea like.
0: yeah like a siren but I also <laughs> think it was like a bad message for women too that like affairs are romantic you know what I mean Ooh, yeah. the, the choreography <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, you're doing your magic <laughs> no like it was just like also I think sends the wrong message to women too that like that's romantic is like being in secret you know what I mean because like sometimes it's fun to like secretly but be- hooking up with someone but not if somebody is married you know what I mean like keeping it to yourself might be sexy but not an affair yeah mm-hmm. like I don't I've never like known like you said I've never known someone to be in an I don't even know if I know someone in an affair I think I'm related to people who have been but like I don't know that they found it alluring i think they found it actually stressful but like wanted the you know like how justin long did say that line about like there's people who just love drama like they just love mm-hmm. being on that edge of like something about to go awry because their lives are too like mild mm-hmm. i think that's what people like people like the adrenaline but it's not because it's romantic whereas like i feel like again we were all like 19 20 21 when that movie came out like that could have been perpetuated to us as like this is romantic to Oh, be. for sure you know watching something like that and it's like no this is a fucking because like they never really made it look bad in the beginning like i said they had like beautiful romantic music and they're like being playful and hopping in pools and all
1: this stuff and it's like (laughs) Uh, oh boy
2: yeah so like over the top and just like well
1: here's my hot take too i've definitely been a woman that's been the
2: quote-unquote homewrecker
1: like i've had an affair with a married man but i re- i love knowing this
0: sorry i, I never felt- know
1: <laughs> i had never felt responsible i was never like oh i'm such a bad woman like breaking up this marriage i was like uh he fully knows what he's doing it's his choice and just <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, home. It's, it's true oh, yeah. but, like they have the moral obligation to like yeah. Out, yeah like
0: yes like
2: her. the just- woman
0: should never be ble- like the person who's single doing it is like not ideal but they're not the ones that broke their promises
1: yeah I was like I'm single I'm fresh like I ended up I did feel badly for the woman and I think he did tell her and I also didn't expect it like oh he's gonna break up like I didn't want to be in a relationship yeah, with you guy, weren't doing so- that like how she was yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah I did think it was like you know to her like she was in love or whatever with bradley cooper and shouldn't be admonished too much too unfairly for you know yeah she
0: was played basically
1: yeah you're saying
0: like you knew what you were getting into this girl just like thought that's what love was is like love arrives at the wrong time and yeah
1: it was like definitely on him for ruining the marriage yeah. I don't know why I thought you
0: were with your husband since like you were 14 or something.
1: I mean, we've known each other that long, but we definitely dated a lot of other people okay.
0: in between that time. That's healthy. Okay. Yeah. I'm
2: I I like thinking about this situation with this married man. Like I don't know if you're comfortable sharing right now or later.
0: Like, you know, we, whatever you want to share. Like
2: <laughs> this is like I mean, I was like, like watching something and you're telling
0: us about this shit for real. Like Afu <laughs> and I are the people that like, we just eat this up. Like we, we enjoy drama. <laughs> we enjoy other people's drama.
2: Yes. I want to live my through your experience. It was also
1: kind of dramatic because he was also hooking up with my, oh my God. He- this is when I was in college. I was living with my best friend who was gay, but also had a crush on this guy that I ended up hooking up with who was married.
0: <laughs> and like- so your roommate was female. Unlike right. women, but she had a crush on this man once she yeah. saw you with this man. What? I don't
1: know, but that's the thing. We were like tiptoeing around my friend. <laughs> this is oh where I was being awful. This was where I was being <laughs> I love that being was awful. my moral awful ambiguity, you know. It's <laughs> like I knew my friend liked this guy, and I was still like, Whatever, I'm here for a good
0: time. That's oh, like, okay, okay,
1: I okay. Can- oh, <laughs> yes. Wait, so your roommate who was gay or bi was hooking up with them with him already and then you started hooking up with him yeah I think maybe they hooked up like once or twice and it like was a weird and then you them. cut in there and said no My <laughs> and then now. I was like yeah practice is also hot like- <laughs> <laughs> you have really good taste I'm gonna take care of that uh- <laughs>
0: I mean 19 is the age for sure where there's at least for me that was the most moral ambiguity. So I, I don't want to say I support you, but I understand you.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I Mine do understand like you. Like, people make funny choices. Right, I
2: was a little older. <laughs> so how okay, I always wonder like, how did it actually happen that when you know obviously there are so many different attachments and so many different like reasons not to do that? Well, like, how would you guys overcome that? How would you guys even, like, establish the flirtation?
0: Uh, <laughs> How'd you send the vibes? How, how yeah, did you I make think it, it was
1: because he, uh, he was also a weed drug dealer. So I was oh like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like, I only smoke things that you give me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we had, like, a couple times where he would, like, come over to, like, drop off the weed, and I was the only one home. And, like, then he would, like, smoke me out, and we would, like... <laughs> be watching some nature documentaries like, <laughs> oh my god it's amazing that is correct.
0: that is the most college sounding thing i've ever heard <laughs> in my life it's what that is
2: just
0: like such a specific scenario just so honed in yeah well the <laughs> you.
2: do you know what's that if, if did the wife ever find out um i
1: think she did and then I think she also had her own affair like oh. after that and then now I think they're healthful- healthfully not together oh. <laughs> I thought one. you were gonna say healthfully together I was like oh good they no, a so much. A, a very much a conscious uncoupling <laughs> Ooh. oh my
0: god
2: I mean, that's wild story. I mean, it, sounds, yeah. it doesn't matter who you were. It doesn't matter if you or somebody else or a tree or a donkey. It sounds like he was down to cheat, so.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah around yeah
2: he did
1: not oh big time yeah he was like a bartender at pf chang's just like working <laughs> working the floor what you're
2: saying is he was a scholar he was <laughs> <Barry>. <laughs> he's a weed dealer bartender at pf
1: chang's <laughs> no travis if you're listening to this i love you i think you're so you're a wonderful guy you're funny travis tell <laughs> all you know. your friends
0: to subscribe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hit that follow button, that follow button. <laughs> we love cheaters as a com- as a topic of conversation Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. very fun
0: <laughs> not for Sorry. us personally as grown adults now yeah yeah 15 years ago times were different it was different then <laughs> yeah. thank you
1: Just for like caring this,
0: maybe. of course i love a saucy i love a saucy bit you guys already know i love drama against <laughs> other people's and past drama not current not current yeah, it's
1: yeah. always
2: fun to retell the stories <laughs> yeah
1: um okay The other question that I love that you had, Ruby, was, did we think this was a rom-com? Was it funny? Was it romantic?
0: It was like not. Well, first of all, it was not funny. Mm
1: -hmm. I did not. I don't think I laughed a
0: single time.
1: No, there was no zingers. Like, no funny moments.
0: Oh, there was one I liked, but they might say it. too.
1: Okay, you say it and
0: I'll let you know if that was one of my
2: lines. Go ahead.
1: Well, your favorite one.
2: My favorite one was the older lady when she had the story about how she, about how her husbands got more creatively, creative with the cheating. And then Mm -hmm. she was like, and I've had three husbands and countless boyfriends. And I was like, yes, that's my favorite. That's the best (laughs) storyline in the whole movie. That's my favorite. (laughs) She's the shit.
1: And then when Jennifer Connelly, um, like, uh, built on the already very casually racist and xenophobic <laughs> comment of her husband Brad, when he's like he basically blames the cigarettes on the eight thousand undocumented workers. Oh God! Yeah. Home. And then she goes up to Javier, played by I can't think of his name, but he's so funny. Oh,
0: um, Luis something. I know yeah. who he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: like he she's like I do you think you're honest enough to ask a question and he's like yeah and mm-hmm. she's like says a statement and he's like so that's a statement though that that we're <laughs> not that. a question yeah he's like but I don't hear the inflection
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's that in another like one-liner that he had and I was like thank you for shutting down this crazy white woman <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was not well she was not well the only one that I liked was um during the vignettes and it was like the two female friends and they were talking about how they didn't know they had been broken up with because like the men did it so artfully and then she at uh, the end one of the women said get yourself some ribs and ice cream because you have been dumped
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like what a food combo like that's violent <laughs> yeah you're choosing violence there like, I was like
0: right? my stomach could not handle ribs and ice cream even if I was really sad but I feel like even less because I'd be crying and that would make my stomach like jarble up and down
2: and so I <laughs> would get exercise. sick increase the nausea
0: but no I was like I didn't even know I could give a zero rating to my own scale, but I was, I felt like it was almost a zero on the comedy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: except that I, like I said, I laughed once. And so yeah. I guess that's a one.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. guess it was kind of like, it was focused on romance, but was it romantic? Like Ben Affleck was the romance in that whole movie. Which is probably why I felt romantic. But, but it yeah. Was, overshadowed by the cargo pants I mean like with the
2: rip
0: like. It.
1: I mean that yeah, was the realest re- thing
0: that was ever said when she was like okay you can come home but these cannot like no. that was just a real relationship talk right there
1: it, it was I've had those <laughs> previously as well wait, so. wait but Ben Affle- okay sorry Ruby close your ears but when he actually does propose and he's the way like- he's he's like oh. remember we <laughs> saw I turned it back he's
2: like will that's you how he's like... marry me? and like <laughs> it's so weird like somebody had to pull his cheeks back to actually like get him to smile like, that's, I don't know what he was going through at the time in his life but he just looked like like he yeah. was so- like it was
1: painful for him to smile yes. in that moment
0: I think he's not a smiler I think that's, that's not his thing guys <laughs> I don't need for him he's a broody man mean. from the town The town
1: was more romantic than this film, honestly. That's true.
0: Oh, I love the town.
1: I love the town. Oh, wait, that's a movie? I thought you were talking about the town it was filmed in. Oh, Baltimore's okay. (laughs) My best friend lives there.
0: I don't Um, know if it's romantic,
1: but... It's like, there's
0: romantic corners. Yes. Um, It's cute there. But no, there's a movie called The Town that's like about Boston where he plays like a... It's not like a mafia alley. It's like, they're just like... Right, Robert. I mean, it's
1: like it's kind of like a Boston gang. Okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So like not full mafia, but they're just yeah. troubled troubled souls that commit crimes. Gotcha. Right. Jeremy Renner's wild in it. Blake Lively is wild, like at twenty years old trying to act grown. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. It's a it's a film, but Ben Apocalypse looks in it too. So you know, God is good.
2: Every time I think about Ben Affleck, the only thing I see is that meme where he's smoking a cigarette and he's like, and he's like, disgusting.
0: <laughs> he has that's had it.
2: That's the only. Like, <laughs> I think about Ben Affleck. That's all I see.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ruby. I
2: know. Sorry, it's okay.
0: That's, so that's better my, for me. Everyone, keep your energy off him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I said. I think that also adds to his fake smiles. Cause I. So I'm just like, I know you're miserable. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he runs sad like I think that's the running joke is like he runs a little moody Mm -hmm. he just needs to be fixed and that's why I just am so attracted I'm like I can (laughs) fix you it'll be okay everything will be fine yeah but it I guess it really wasn't wrong because that's like part of why I did this series is because people call everything a rom-com if it's like something that women want like if it's demo Mm. to women they're like that's a rom-com I'm like the Princess Diaries is not a rom-com. It's an excellent film that deserved many Oscars, but it's not a rom-com. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, <laughs> it's like the A plot is not
1: her with that boy that right. she ditches for Christmas. No, that's that more of like a coming of age story, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But people
0: kind of just like lump them all together and just like rom-com, yeah. rom-com, rom-com. So this one, like we said, is not actually very funny and mm-hmm. barely romantic. It's so barely- yeah. And really, just made me like again evaluate my life in a real dark way last <laughs> night. <laughs> I was just like, "And I am a loser." Good, 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 good. Like moving right yeah. along. <laughs> um, um, for the oh, go ahead.
1: Can I can I still say my uh my analysis of the office spaces? Oh yes, yes, and okay. the art gallery the house. Oh,
0: <laughs> that'll like vary of that time too, though. Was, like, I feel like that was a thing people did.
2: The
0: like The chair? chair? <laughs> oh, and
2: then,
0: like, cool. the shoulds on the wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that house. Ha- the, yeah, the Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Connelly house was, like, clearly a sign that there was no soul.
1: In the
2: house. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, no, was the shoulds in? The, shoulds, is in the uh... shoulds was in Ben and Jen's house. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, because yeah. she's artsy or something. Like, they gave us, like, one hint where the dad was like, you... Applied to art school on your own. I love you. you. Oh, yeah. And so (laughs) then I I was like, oh, that's why why there's all these weird arts. But the chair was, I think, Jennifer Connelly's house,
2: right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Scar Jo, she was like the whimsical mistress. So she was like pink walls and purple walls and scarves. And of course. (laughs) Yeah, like
0: manic pixie dream girl room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, but continue Um, with the office analysis.
1: So the two like shitty annoying men um that like the offices that we saw belong to the men so what's his name at the bar who like oh Justin person. Long. yeah like justin long doesn't need a office to <laughs> miss like to miss uh uh remember what is he he's like telling them to distribute office,
0: their shifts or whatever
1: shifts right and, like, also, he just, like, uses it. He, like, leaves his job to go, like, take a call with her. He's, like, <laughs> sitting there behind an important desk when his staff member is like, can you please have sex with me? And he's like, no, go get your job. Leave go, go do your <laughs> um And then the, uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper's office. Obviously, we know all the things that go down there. But he has this whole office, it's very big. And then we see women yeah. doing their jobs and they're in these cubicles. Um, and I, I don't know. I just felt like it was very emblematic without even really trying about like how sexist whoever made this film was. Like just button. Like, been- yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> I've actually met by the way, and I think it's like very odd that because in person he's like seems so progressive. We were at my friends like backyard party with a lot of different kind of people there you know like the whole la spectrum and then to know he made this film and also busy is like also very like outspoken in like allyship and stuff of other people and i think yeah. it's
0: just like a sign of how different stuff because like i know people just yeah. didn't get that they should think about these things until someone else told them to you know what i mean yeah. like it's just like we were talking about like when we were whatever age, like maybe we weren't like, as we say woke now or whatever, you know what I mean? Like people just like are at different points in their lives. So really? it's like, ironically, like, oh, now this person who's like, very are outspoken about this, obviously like maybe had like, I can think of my behaviors like in high school or phrases I said that I would never say now because I know yeah. better now. But it's just like, until you do, you're like, this is how the world is. Like men yeah. have a big office and has like leather chairs and room to breathe. And like women work in cubicles and gossip. You know, like, yeah. even in 2010, that was still what was believed to be a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Which yeah. is, like, yeah. very sad. But it's
1: interesting that, like, film like this just perpetuates those beliefs too, right? Because then oh, yeah. it's also like, oh, let's put it on the TV and show that men need all of this space mm-hmm. and take up all of this space and women make themselves small and don't take up very much space. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, and it yeah. could be, like, the set designers too or the directors mm-hmm. or whoever. Uh, The director is the same person, like I just recognize his name because it's so specific. He also directed The Sister of the Traveling Pants so like he clearly has a niche (laughs) of like trying to do women-led film but not in maybe an ideal way. (laughs) Maybe not in the way that we would like it to be. I also was like if they made this movie today it would just be the whole same cast 10 years older like because now everyone does stuff so much later in life that like they would all be like in their 30s trying to figure out how to date or in their 40s, like in a fucked marriage now yeah. versus like the 20s and 30s. I was like, you could hire all the same people because they're all like the same amount of famous they were 10 years ago, like all totally. different levels. Like they're literally all, because I was like, sometimes you watch a movie and see the couple and be like, oh, he was really famous that time. And now nobody really talks about him and she was new and like now mm-hmm. has a talk show or something. But like, they're literally all at the same same level that they were a decade ago which is kind of wild maybe bradley cooper is like now more a-list than he was then but yeah. otherwise everybody's pretty much the same
2: yeah so that was
0: wild any final points before i give you guys a rapid fire situation
2: oh
1: mm. you ready yeah
0: yes. all right so this is called pleasure points and i'm going to ask each of you to share some of your favorite things that you don't feel guilty about um, and you guys can go around. What is your favorite form of self-care?
1: Uh, watching TikTok. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> I still um, don't get how to use TikTok, so we'll have to, just we'll have to do a tutorial scroll. later. It stresses me out. <laughs>
1: I think spending quality time with friends so thanks to all 'all. y'all for this season. I needed your support and you were all there for me.
2: So sweet. I know, so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Um honestly eating. I really like to eat and so that's my form of
0: self-care. Well yeah that transitions perfectly to what is either. Oh I could eat forever. Except, like we said, nothing volatile because the stomach, it goes. (laughs) What is like your favorite either cocktail or comfort food? Like, what's like your treat?
1: (sighs) Comfort food. I love my favorite treat. A good margarita is like my favorite. Yes. Yes. Like, just feels so good, so delicious. Mm -hmm. When it's like properly balanced, it's just Mm -hmm. like delish. Or they add like a little tahine on the rim or something like. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that here in the South.
2: <laughs>
0: they don't know that life.
1: <laughs>
0: They're like, "Do you want sugar on the rim?" I'm like, "No, don't yeah, be close.
1: exactly." Ugh. Like they I
0: want my favorite restaurant where they do make good margaritas, but they are like salt or sugar, and I'm like,
2: "Salt, please don't yeah. ever say that to me again."
1: No, exactly. I get
2: insulted. Favorite comfort food? That's a good question um sushi every time i'm in a mm. bathroom it like sushi just picks me up amen like,
0: yeah. oh, you you guys are triggering me another thing that they don't do well here
2: i'm, I'm sorry girl <laughs> no that sucks
0: forever struggling and yes. i'm in a big city and it's not good you said what i so said i'm in a big like relatively big city like here Yeah, but and you're yeah. on a
2: coast too so i feel like the fish should be fresh
0: yeah, I mean, seafood is good here, but I don't know what people do about sushi.
1: Yeah.
0: Lindsay, any favorite foods or cocktails?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know if I go for these for comfort, but my favorite cocktail is Negroni. Um, just Yeah, it, it goes hard. What's um, <laughs> yeah. in
0: that? Like, I have to be honest and like be my tacky self. I don't even know what's in a Negroni. It just sounds luxurious, though.
1: It's um, equal parts gin, Campari, and Vermouth, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had I've had two of them, and I've ended up naked on my couch. <laughs> <and> <laughs>
0: blackout. Oh my god! Is this something I <laughs> yeah. need to explore in twenty twenty two? And then Dom,
1: my husband, left me on the couch like no blanket or anything. I just like woke up naked and did it. Like, it's so rude he like came in from work late at night because he's a chef and just saw me and went to bed <laughs> oh that's
0: what her vibe is tonight <laughs> <laughs> love that girl yeah exactly I think yeah, I'll marry okay. her oh wait <laughs>
1: Aww. I've been comforting myself though recently with the tacos around the corner at the taco truck um mm-hmm. they I, I feel I feel uh Hashtag blessed by the, <laughs> the man that runs. That.
0: <laughs> That's your patron saint of tacos. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, what is either like your favorite travel locale that you've been, or like your dream one for a future? Favorite what? Like somewhere you've traveled before that was like your favorite escape oh. you've ever been on, or somewhere that you'd like to go in the future, especially since we've been in the house for two years.
1: Mm. I really want to go to Portugal. That's like next on list mm-hmm. of things. Um, and I really loved going to Italy so I can always go back there.
0: Yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of people there and I'm just like, now I'm like, I don't have to go. Cause I've seen like, the- yeah. People. but it's so beautiful. Like all those places, like you went to like all the coastal places, right?
1: Yeah. And I've done some of the lakes up in the North and it's, yeah, just, all of Italy is just incredible. It's just such a fun like getaway vacation.
0: Single people, let's go find boyfriends there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I would take that.
1: I really want to go. Well, you were just saying you want to go to Europe in the next year. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I really want to go. Um, I was gonna say either Florence to go back. I went there when I was a uh, twelve. Same and, when I was twelve. Really? 12. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love that place but I also really want to go to Portugal mm-hmm. and um, somewhere in North Africa, like
0: mm.
1: Korea, Tunisia. I'm not quite sure. Morocco.
0: Something
1: like that. Morocco. Oh. Yes. We, we just have to, to go, go to Morocco or. to reenact like the real housewives season
0: four trip uh, from New York. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, Habibi. <laughs> <Everywhere laughs> <we go.
2: laughs>
0: All right. Two more. Who is, Was your first or current celebrity crush? I like to give people flexibility, clearly. What'd you say? Who was either your first celebrity crush or who's your current celebrity crush? Oh my
2: God. Okay, I'm gonna embarrass myself, but my first celebrity crush was Shia LaBeouf. Like, I really (laughs) liked him and even Steven Stevens. I was just about to say. I don't know. I don't know why, but he was like (laughs) the first guy to give me like a little tingle. (laughs) I can't. It's like fucking 10. And I thought then, it was
0: gonna be worse, to be honest. Like no. you really set it up like it was gonna be something crazy.
2: <laughs> it's just kind of like, cause he was so stupid in that show, but I just was like, oh, that's like so cute. And then like, <laughs> I met him in real life and he had like this big bushy beard and he was so nice. So it was just like a full circle, like ding, it was
0: nice. <laughs> you got to fulfill your own celebrity crush. I love that. Yeah.
2: I could close that chapter in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him and I can move on. <laughs> exactly
1: I don't know who if I have a current one and I don't know know if I remember my first but the most silly or memorable yeah yeah Josh Hartnett Mm, I was so obsessed with him like had a plan for how I was going to get famous to meet him and it was via (laughs) reality tv
0: yes she's never told me this (laughs) (laughs) what were you gonna do
1: I was going to be, I was going to get like on the real world and then like work my way through Hollywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his door. Yes.
2: No, you were trying to mess him on the MTV.
1: <laughs> there we go. Yes. I love
0: that. Also, I can see him for you. He's like very soft and tender. At least like the energy. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know him, but that's what he gives to me. Yeah. <laughs> Allie, do you have I any can- memorable ones?
1: I can't remember my first one in college. I was really obsessed with Ryan Gosling, oh, as many Chad. of us were. Um, and he was, you know, with Allie in the notebook and I'm also Allie. So, <laughs> so you just played those clips over and over <laughs> yeah. again just to hear him
0: say your name. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, and then my current celebrity crush, I have several that I would like to name as a hall pass. Okay. Um, one of them is Paul Rudd. Uh, yeah. absolutely you. would sleep with him if you would ask me or not. And uh, no, actually, obviously consensual. Sorry, but <laughs> um. And then I'm really into Chris Pine. Like ever since yes. I saw him on Star Trek, I
0: was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know why it was that. You movie secretly that like one of the best Chris's. Yeah, I've been I here agree. since yeah. Princess Diaries too. Yes. yes. Yeah
2: dark horse chris yeah yes Dark
1: Horse. um and then i don't know if this one's really a little cel- like he's kind of a celebrity he's a celebrity in the political world of oh. democrats he's a <laughs> governor? no not gabby oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a zaddy but i wouldn't say i have a crush on him um I really love John Favreau from Crooked Media. He used to be oh, a speech writer. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. He I love mm. that guy. That's the only when I pass judgment on. <laughs> he's like a he's a lot. He's like it's a like lot. Not that John. Not is, the, is it the no, not the Marvel one. No, no, not, not the, the, the director. Just do John Favreau um like podcast.
1: Yeah crooked media hook.
0: you would have loved where I went to college Allie that's like a lot of the type there
1: yeah it can get a lot I like I don't think I would like it 24 oh, 7 really
2: cute just just for the hookup just for the for hookup. one time oh Cog yeah. Save America
1: yeah yeah
2: okay
1: but yes I I do I like that hot sarcastic political humor
0: Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm again, triggered growing up outside of DC. I'm like, mm. <laughs> politics stressed me out. That's why I moved to California for that time. And then, ironically, got way more civically engaged in California than I was <laughs> yeah, exactly. as a youth over here. Love it. But yeah, no, my first one was Zach Morris from saved by the Bell for sure. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And then, like, the first heavy was Leo. No. like yes. yeah. i have weird little like so like my mom was a great mom and so she would just like anything i like she would like just basically spoil me right and just be like sure <laughs> sure and so she like either she or my aunt got me these like set of postcards that were all like snapshots of him on a red carpet like you know it was some kind of merch situation and my sicko brain took them and put them in our family photo albums at the end of that <laughs> And it was the kind of photo albums, not the ones with the slide. It's the kind that like stick, you know, where you like lift the plastic and then, yeah, and it sticks forever and you can't unpeel it. He's in like the back of like my first trip to Disney World at (laughs) age six. And then it's like him and Claire Danes at the premiere of Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God. And I'm like, yep, he's my family. Can't you tell? (laughs) (laughs) My husband. (laughs) And that's where everything began, I said to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, one more. Well, I'm gonna have two minutes. It was just what like are you binging right now? If you have any quick ones. Oh,
1: yeah. below deck down under. I've been <gasps> yeah this week. It's, it's growing really on good. me. Yeah. It,
0: it was rough at
2: first, but it's growing on me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: F or Lindsay.
2: R H O C. I'm on the season. Um I've already watched like 12 episodes in a day. I'm putting my little cousin on. Like, it's actually a problem.
0: <laughs> Training the next generation to love women yes. fighting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I started with Ali on Friday, and now I'm going to finish with Efu tonight, um, The Ultimatum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you watched it yet?
0: No, but everyone told me to. I you haven't, dumb, like, I never get into the shit. Netflix reality stuff. The, oh, I think but, I just spent too many hours on Bravo that I don't have like space any it. more compartment left yeah
2: but honestly you you actually would really like it though you would be like these it's out of control idiot 24 year olds need to sit delusion this- the delusion. Like, okay.
0: delusion. I trust you three I trust you three maybe <laughs> I'll add it I'm doing selling sunset season five right now and I have Ooh. only seen one episode in five minutes of the second I'm already like here are my 73 thoughts think <laughs> peace
2: okay are you still anti-crishelle yes that will never change (laughs) yeah i am actually
1: on i'm on on that too i'm anti-crushel her Um, birth name is
0: tarina so we should call her as such what is it her name is tarina that was her Tarina? Tarina? yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. okay i I don't know why why she she changed
0: changed. it but that's what i'm gonna call her
2: of all names
0: yeah
1: Chriselle.
0: interesting i'm sure there's a story maybe it's her middle name
2: yeah but anyway i'm, I'm like Chrishell neutral i'm i don't care about anybody on the cast like nobody really truly bothers me um because it's just like christina is too over the top to be like a realistic human being of like what a villain will be like and then davina's boring now yeah it, it was okay like the, the season was good yeah. but i don't hate well anything.
0: nothing happens on it that's like what you just yeah. have to remember it's like it's a show about nothing yeah and it's, people fighting about nothing and i love it nothing. All right, well, we have less than a minute. So I guess I'll oh say gosh. goodbye. But thank you guys for joining me. It thank so you. For bringing such insight to such a vapid film. I really <laughs> appreciate the commitment. <laughs> yeah.
2: no, I think this is fun. We should do this more often, like through our feminist lens, like.